0: I tried their version of a California burrito because I hadn't had one in so long, and that was my wife and I had California burritos at least weekly, if not two or three times a week.
1: It was And really and good. so your heart's going bad, you say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Episode 136, PHP Ugly. We may be down, but we're not out. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me as always, my cackle. Of cousins from another sister or whatever, wherever cousins come from, <laughs> John Condon.
0: I have no clue what you meant by that, but okay, I'll, I'll take that it. That makes
2: two of us, don't worry about it. I have no idea what I'm saying either. Also with me, and still fiddling with his mic, despite the fact that we're running 20 minutes late, and he's still messing with his mic, Thomas out.
1: Hey, how you guys doing? That was
2: loud. Just saying. I you. hate technology. Just, I'm just putting it out there. I hate technology. That's because you're no good at it. This is true. I cannot dispute. I cannot dispute. All right. So obviously, we're back on Hangouts. Uh, we try to get. Well, not obviously. If you're listening to the podcast, you actually have no idea what's going on. <laughs> this all sounds the same.
0: You to learned you. last night that you're not supposed to say obviously.
2: Yes. Wait, what um, did you do? We're we're back in the Hangouts. Uh, OBS is giving us problems again. Uh, we'll try to figure this out uh, moving forward. But for now, we're no no cool effects, no no layovers or browsers or any of that other stuff. So sorry, I failed you as a human being, and I apologize. We need we need to test it on not Thursday. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that was the thing. Is uh, you know, I did a bunch of testing today. And I, I heard the echo thing and I'm like, dang, you know, and I started working through it and I called Thomas and I uh, I had it fixed with Thomas. It's like, I, if I removed him and added him, I got it, I got it fixed and I realized I'm like, all right, well I need to get John back on the line so I can remove and add him again. And all day long I'm thinking that's all I had to do. And of course that didn't work either. So we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure it's in a forum posted somewhere of, Hey, if you do this, don't do that. And I'm sure we did it, so. But we'll get there. I don't think anybody really misses it. It's not like our sponsors are knocking down our door saying, "Hey, where's my ad? Your <laughs> ad, my ad, didn't display." <laughs> Next this week, is all just fun. Next week they'll yeah. start
0: knocking on the door.
2: Mm-hmm. So what's everybody been up to? Anything
1: fun? Well, I went to the doctor.
2: What?
0: Yay!
1: I was
0: Checkup or something bad?
1: Yeah, no, I was just, I was inspired by by you to uh, go take care of my heart and in general my body and all those things. So did the Thomas, whole Thomas, you're
2: gonna you're gonna kill us, Thomas, but I don't think you're talking through your mic.
1: Yeah. Is it uh Ugh? <laughs> Ugh.
2: I think that's our problem, John. We just have to drop Thomas from the show, and uh,
1: everything will be fine. No, well, I'm talking through my mic.
0: You well, Stop you need it. to you need to move it closer to you. Talking
1: through my mic is that is that way working?
0: better? Way better? Way better?
1: Okay, so it's
0: direction it's that directional mic thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. So I went to my doctor, uh, did my my lipid panel and all that good stuff to tell whether or not I was going to have a heart attack, and. Uh, I'm not gonna have heart attack, so yay. Uh, I'm also, I'm not pre-diabetes either, which is nice. Nice. So,
2: so, so let me let me get this straight. Are you saying you're in better shape than the ultimate running, uh, John Congdon, the the vegan ultimate frisbee chasing John Congdon?
1: Uh, sig- uh, significantly you... better. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Although, I'll tell you what, I I sat down and the nurse comes in first, you know, and she was setting a bunch of stuff up for the doctor and said, you know, give me a list of questions to answer and all the the history stuff that we were going through. And then uh, she takes off and I'm sitting there waiting for the doctor and I look over at the stuff she was setting up for the doctor. And I think to myself, huh, why would you only need one rubber glove? And then I look next to the rubber glove and there's a a tube of uh (laughs) lubricant and i go oh jesus oh no oh no
2: nobody told (sighs) me this isn't gonna be a party
1: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't do my makeup for this or anything like i was not on board Uh, fortunately she came back and said have you know have you ever had a prostate exam or done the uh, colonoscopy I said, yo, you know what, I'm actually waiting to treat myself for my fortieth. So uh we put it off until
2: Oh you whiff
1: No. The doctor Did you really the doctor said, I I don't need it done until I'm forty five. Don't even worry about it. There's no um nothing to worry about. My my panels all look fine, so there's no reason to start putting a finger anywhere.
2: He just, he just looked. He looked at you. He's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're okay. I, I wouldn't worry too much about it.
1: Well, I got the I got the hernia check. So he wasn't shy.
2: You know, you probably freaked him out when you grabbed his hands, spat on his fingers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the the last hernia. <laughs> let's do this, Doc. <laughs> the last hernia Waitin'. check. I. Last a check I had, I have a, a female doctor, and she goes, D- "Do you want us to, to check?" And I'm like, I-, "I don't care," but it's because she also had another an intern in there with her. I'm like, "Okay, this is awkward." <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, as as a as a more senior gentleman than you, Thomas, that's one of the things I look for in a doctor now. You know, small, small fingers. fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody who doesn't wear a lot of rings. You know? nah. I mean, that's, Keeps the that nails trimmed. important.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, no cracking the knuckles or anything like that. <laughs> Just stretching them out now. Jeez. Oh,
2: that's hysterical. You
1: are killing me. You're killing me.
0: So all, all your numbers came back normal. That's good.
1: Um, yeah. My, cholesterol my... look good? Everything, everything's good. Uh, apparently. The blood pressure is supposed to be like one hundred twenty over eighty. I was one hundred twenty two mm-hmm. over eighty.
0: That's that's great.
1: So, yeah, it's it's as a as a larger man, it's always fun to go in to see a new doctor because they do all the tests and then look at me like, "Huh, this doesn't match the the thing I'm seeing."
2: The the, the person I'm looking at. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Whose blood did you give us? Yeah, that's, that's so weird. You, you went to the. Really, Tom? Right out? This is your test. Huh? That's that's <laughs> strange. All right. Yeah. But I, I'm blessed with uh, great genetics, health wise. So. Yeah, I am not. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, that's good to hear, Thomas. Yeah. Um, and it's good to hear that you actually wouldn't get checked up. That's important. Yeah.
1: He asked me so why I was should... doing it, and yeah. I said that my wife inspired me to do it. And yeah, he said he said, "Oh, she she nagging you to do it." I said, no, she stopped nagging me to do it. And that was a real warning <laughs> sign. <laughs> next, next thing is the uh, surprise life insurance bill. and That then... was, that was, that was her,
2: where I was going. She's upping your life insurance. Yeah. yeah that's you, great.
0: You talk about genetics. I found out the other day, my dad's been in the hospital for a week and a half now. I was like, seriously, I'm supposed to see him next week. We're going on vacation and... Was supposed to, to see him and his wife and the rest of my family, and now he's not going to make it because of this. It's just like
2: it's not. It's not only that. It's like they didn't didn't tell him until basically they had to tell him. It's like we can't hide this anymore. Yeah, you know, we
0: we ended up we were calling. Uh, we bought the kids new luggage, so they are super excited about the trip we're, uh, to go to Disney World and. They, we call grandma and grandpa to say, hey, we got a luggage. We're, we're excited. And then uh, my stepmom starts talking to me. and I'm like, oh, this doesn't sound good. So I'm quickly taking it off speakerphone for her to tell me, you know, all of this bad news. And it's like just crazy.
2: Jeez. Yeah.
0: But he's, I mean, my dad's diabetic. He has heart disease. Doesn't take care of himself. So it's just lots of bad, lots of bad there but bas- sorry, man. basically that he's got some issue with his foot and the doctors basically told him if you go on this trip and even like bump your foot, there's a chance you're going to lose it.
2: It's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, that... it's just going <laughs> to fall off. you know. It's, like... <laughs> it's,
0: it's just going to disappear. So
2: I had a, uh, when I was younger, uh, we had a friend of ours, a really good friend, uh, Ron Potter, our, our third baseman. His mom had an amputated arm. Um, she, she's had it ever since she was really young. And uh, so we, we i had always known her with her prosthetic arm. And this is back in the the early 80s, I guess, late 70s, early 80s. So, I mean, the prosthesis was basically just a plastic arm. I mean, it's nothing like, like they are now and uh we got to go on a big trip i don't know why i'm telling you this you you just remind you just reminded me of it with that statement we uh we went to go on a big tournament up in uh, pennsylvania and the whole team you know we we caravan up there and we all get up there and and we're unloading and you know every team had like that younger brother snotty little brat that hung around us and you know drove everybody crazy And we had one of those on our team and this kid, you know, he was, he was a young little punk, and, and my friend's mom, Mrs. Potter, gets out of her car, and she's not wearing her prosthesis, and it's, you know, it's unusual for her not to wear it, but she was traveling, so she wasn't wearing it, and her, this little kid looks at her and goes, what happened to your arm? And she looks at him, and she goes, it's okay, I packed it in the other bag. Like, I love this uh, woman. I love her.
1: It would have been much better if she just looked at her arm and started screaming. <laughs> ah! Oh my god!
2: Oh, jeez. Alright. Uh, so we uh, recorded a L- Lair Chat live this morning. Or not this morning. Earlier today. That was fun. How'd that go? We had, uh, good. We had uh, Joe Ferguson, uh, J-Mac, and T.J. Miller all on, wow! And, uh, That's a lineup. Yeah, was yeah, and of course myself and and Matt were on. Sean uh, was actually out sick. Um, he pinged me last minute. He goes, "Hey, I'm not going to be making. I'm, I'm sick." And it was one of those. Is it Thursday? <laughs> I'm me- <laughs> I'm messaging him. I'm like, "Hey, are we doing this?" And he's like, "Wait, is it Thursday?" <laughs> Uh, so he was he was pretty much out of it, but uh, yeah, we had a we had a good conversation. A lot. Oh, John, you might want to listen to it. A lot of it was talking about Wave PHP. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was cool because we were talking about conferences in general, and uh, you know, they both JMac and TJ and Joe actually all three of them uh, were at uh, Wave PHP last year, and so. Mm-hmm. That you know, we we kept using that as a sample, as an example of of a conference, and it was cool. It nice. was cool.
0: I'll have to check it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, check it out. Larry chat lives. Um, cross promoting, a little cross promoting going on. You also
1: had a uh, meetup. Last we day. did.
0: Yeah, it was our largest turnout in a very long time. Really? So it yeah, was, it was nice. Yeah. Lots of new faces and. Uh yeah. It went well. The our first speaker Trey Hun- Hunter, is it? Yeah. Uh did an excellent talk on uh mentoring people and just talking a little bit about psychology and how to how to talk to people when you're mentoring or when you're trying to teach somebody a new skill, uh how to do it without being an ass basically. So I was hoping Eric was taking notes. I looked over and he wasn't.
1: Nope, not no. I I was fixing DNS issues. I had (laughs) DNS issues that had (laughs) to resolve.
0: But I love his speaking style. He's so laid back and he's got a like a a soothing voice. And then our second speaker was horrendous.
2: He was terrible. Mm -hmm. We can't we can't have that guy back
0: for real. The, the 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 talk was so disjointed. It was a, a talk on using immutable objects, and we and really
2: wanted him to be muted. We tried.
0: Yeah, it was the it was a last minute presentation, and he didn't know a subject matter a hundred percent because he didn't take enough time to really <laughs> look into it. So just listening to him like start down a path and like realize the slide didn't make a whole lot of sense, and then try and rewind it. And then you got not to
2: mention your, your coding samples were terrible, John.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I, my, <laughs> my coding samples could have been better.
2: <laughs> I, had, no, it was
0: fine. I, I had, I had other people in the audience that it's like, it's example code. It's not like fully uh, flushed out ideas or code samples to be used. He's like, well, how would you even use this? There's no getters or setters. I'm like, I'm showing you the constructor here. I'm not showing you like the entire object. <laughs> Calm down.
1: Yeah, I, I heard that 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 talk sort of fell apart. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I love it.
0: No, it's it, it's it, out there. It's,
2: it, 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 it was, was a... funny. Uh, we we took a we took a survey of what people wanted to hear about, and actually, the talk we're going to be doing next month is an intro to Laravel. People are still. Very interested in getting introduced to the Laravel framework.
1: You should you should uh, say that it's intro to Laravel and then get up and do a cake PHP talk. <laughs>
2: that would be awesome.
0: Uh, I, we, why am I only one laughing? Because I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't understand it, so I just am moving on. We actually had more... The male-to-female ratio was extremely high. We had, what, four women? Five women there last night? Nice. Which, which was Yeah, there were there awesome. quite a few, yeah. And then I had something else I was going to say there and Thomas completely threw me off with... Oh, the other... Now I remember. Two guys, first time there. Funny as could be, we were talking afterwards, they're kind of new to coding, using Laravel for whatever application they have. And he's talking to me, and he he basically went around a very long way to put data into a database. He had a form, and he ended up calling a constructor, and he was equating a constructor, not a constructor, a controller with a table, because that's all because that's all the examples he saw. So he would call a controller, and then he thought he had to call another controller. But couldn't figure out how to do that, so he ended up using events and like pushing, <laughs> pushing oh, events. Wow! And reading them in, and then calling other code. I'm like, no, that's so not the right way to do this. And
2: he was like, yeah. And then I had to put a bunch of code in my models because I didn't know where to put it.
1: <laughs> All right, so it, he sounds eager. Bring him in to Diego Dev and and get him trained up while he's still cheap
2: yeah yeah why why he doesn't have any any real bad practices uh learned you know
1: yeah. or only and bad well, practices just it, tell him forget everything you've you've seen so far
0: well except for it was him and his business partner and the two of them are the only coders on their team and they are encouraging each other
1: <laughs> you should encourage them to super, outsource to a
0: nice Dev. guy i the, i'm doing a
1: presentation in two months i'm doing a presentation in march um there was a scheduling conflict with Peak PHP, and they decided they were going to do uh, this month's presentation at the library that's very close to me, making it really easy for me to just wander on in. Um, nice. So I convinced Mark to do the same thing every other month. So now I'm going to be hosting uh, March's event, giving a presentation on. GraphQL with Lighthouse.
2: No way! <laughs>
1: have, it's the only thing I could think of in the spur of the moment. So <laughs> now I need. To have learn. you actually used it? No. Now I need to learn it. And
0: Eric, Eric was going to do that presentation next month, but people railroaded him into uh, Laravel.
2: People. Yeah, that, that's. I, I was trying to pitch. That's what I was trying to pitch was the GraphQL one, and uh, people are like, "What? No, shut up. We don't want to. What? Get real." And they made me do Laravel. I, I cried a lot, but I'm okay with it. But GraphQL is awesome.
1: I, I, I think that's, we talked about it last week, we right? did. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I said, GraphQL is awesome. You guys are going to love this talk.
0: <laughs> now I just got to bamboozle Eric into writing it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you want to get something ready for next month, I've got no problem with that. <laughs> I was to say maybe
2: maybe I should have uh, prepared that prepared that
1: slide for you and
2: the slides for you I could have given them given him to you so
0: that's what he was just talking about. You
1: had yeah, I realized you do it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm curious about it. I'm I'm interested in uh, diving into it. So I'm probably gonna spin up some sort of test project for myself.
2: Now, have you have you been doing much RESTful API stuff?
1: Uh, actually, recently I have. I've been in Postman okay. quite a bit. Um, not all fully right. restful, but uh, definitely JSON-based APIs.
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if if you've been writing individual API points, then it, it help it helps to get an appreciation for what Lighthouse does and what GraphQL does for you, and 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 the difference. That's the only reason I add. It's not a requirement. It's just if all you do is I- implement GraphQL then it just seems like, okay, well, this just seems like how API endpoints work. I don't see what the big deal is. But if you've spent hours writing individual endpoints, you'll understand, oh, I see the benefits here. This is nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that was interesting. We, uh, the, my meetup this month was uh, what's new in 7.3. And we talked about that last week. I, ha- I didn't realize how much I skipped over. Uh, there's so much change in seven three that is just minor changes, but mm-hmm. but there really is a lot going on there. Uh, so that was a great that was a great presentation. But one of the points in the presentation was that five was at end of life. Five is dead. Five point six was officially not supported as of eleven days ago. Yep. So, uh, what do I see today? PHP 5.6.4 has been released.
2: Really? <laughs>
1: <Yes>. Wait, What? <laughs> yes.
0: 5.6.4? I mean... 5.6.4.0. To...
1: Oh,
0: four, zero. <laughs> That's a little bit different. Like, they were up in the 30s.
1: Yes. Uh, 5.6.4.0 is, quote the last scheduled release of the PHP 5.6 branch. There may be additional releases if we discover important security issues that warrant it. Otherwise, this release will be the final one in the PHP 5.6 branch. If your PHP installation is based on PHP 5.6, it may be a good time to start making plans for upgrading to PHP 7.1, 7.2, or 7.3. Maybe, maybe time to upgrade
0: we've only been telling you this now for 2-3 years
2: <laughs>
1: yeah so uh, 5.640 is several security bugs the last of its kind don't expect anything more but uh, also you weren't supposed to expect anything more 11 days ago either so <laughs> I, I guess keep, you keep hoping <laughs> yeah it's very interested in that uh and i'm i'm guess i'm gonna bet that seven point zero doesn't get this treatment of uh extending security fixes for another two years and then doing a security fix even after the extension has expired and then
0: Nah, it's only because five was so so long in the running yeah and it was it's a major upgrade from five to seven. Where going from seven zero to seven one to seven two shouldn't be as painful.
1: Shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, in, in that same vein, though, seven seven three one did get released today or yesterday. So. Hey, keep, hey, Thomas! I, I hate today. to
2: interrup- interrupt you again, but you do you, love it. You need to. You didn't need to move your like every time you take your head to to the right. <sighs> Hey, who's editing this? That's right. true. There you go. What am I saying? Right? <laughs> what do I? What do I care? I've already proven that I can't produce a goddamn podcast with OBS. I don't know why I'm talking right well, now. Well, well,
1: while we're while we're in the middle of of having the conversation, I'm getting messages from my son, and I'm having problems with my uh, software and my computer. So I'm trying to shuffle four things at once while talking. It's working. You're doing an like outstanding fun. job.
0: <laughs> so, uh going back to the, our meetup last night, I treated yes. Eric to a I treated Eric to a little dinner beforehand.
2: <laughs> he did.
0: Yeah. We uh we went, went to a, a vegan
2: restaurant. 100% vegan. It, it, it was a vegan restaurant. Everything we had was vegan, huh? Yep. Yeah. It was like I like I said I'm I'm not a I'm not a bigot like you are John I can always find food look at me I can always find food to eat it doesn't bother me I can go <laughs> I, I take going to a vegan restaurant the same like I take going to you know get uh, you know uh, Vietnamese or Chinese or Italian I'm just going to a themed restaurant and that's you know, yeah I I know my options will be limited
1: that poor waiter will not never walk the same again <laughs> though.
2: <laughs> yeah we had uh i had i tried um apparently vegan um buffalo wings for the first time that Ooh. was a weird
1: experience those aren't so those aren't so bad because those aren't tofu those are what are, are they it's a plant protein combination it's they they specifically avoid tofu for uh chicken wing style foods uh-huh. um if you watch hot Is ones that- do you watch Hot Ones? Yeah. The, I love
2: Hot Ones. Did you, did you see Gordon Ramsay g- kicking off the new season? Oh,
1: yes, I did. Oh, my God. That's, yes. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Hot Ones, they do vegan wings quite a bit, and you can look up their vegan wing selection online somewhere, and uh, it's, it's not tofu. It's a plant protein combination of grains and stuff.
2: Uh, it, it was funny. I was telling my kid. Uh so first thing I think John nailed it uh when when we were trying them because J- John it you know used to eat a lot of buffalo wings with me that was kind of our thing we do buffalo wings and uh he pretty much nailed the taste he's like it's somewhere it was somewhere between buffalo wings and calamari it was a like, texture
0: it, texture of calamari with a with a breading and some sauce
2: yeah And I I was telling my kid, I'm like, had I not known that they were vegan, like if somebody had just brought them to a party, I would have thought that they were just like, maybe like lower quality buffalo wings. Like, I mean, they weren't like, I didn't try and go, oh my God, these are the best wings I've ever had. But I identified them as buffalo wings when when I was eating them. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was palatable, uh, I didn't have an issue with that. I think uh, I had some ramen there, um, which I feel like in hindsight was a kind of, I kind of uh, bailed out. There were a few things on the menu I wanted to try. And then one of them was the ramen and the waitress referenced the ramen when I asked for a recommendation. So I went that way, but I felt like I should have tried something else but I didn't. I
0: tried it. So. I, I tried their version of a California burrito. Cause I haven't had one in so long. And that was my wife and I had California burritos at least weekly, if not two or three times a week
1: it was and really and good. so your heart's going bad, you say
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're stuffing fries and meat into your gut <laughs> yeah, nope it's getting I, uh, better
1: the the vegan food stuff i as soon as vegan food tries to act like it's. A normal non-vegan version of something, I'm out. Like that, it's okay. So if hard.
0: It's... I, I've had that same thought. Like, why? Do, why do you have to mimic the food that's out there? But it's like Eric said to make it pal- palatable to people that don't know.
1: But there's good vegan food. Fried eggplant, or uh, you know, there, there's there's so many different root vegetables that will take a seasoning really Mm -hmm. well. If you focus on that, if you focus on seasoning and doing something creative and new, then you don't have to try to sell me a burger with a stick in it that gets stuck in my teeth. (laughs) You know, I I don't want that. I want the cuisine that your brand can produce, not imitate. I get get that.
2: Well, and, and I have to, I have to give props or props or do. Uh, this was like a legit restaurant i mean this wasn't like some hippies decided to get together and cook vegan food and open up you know some shack somewhere well this was,
1: it could be both
2: <laughs> this was actually i mean this was a, a a nice restaurant i think they had one waiter per table i mean there was like <laughs> i think there, <laughs> there was were tra- so i think they were training s- last night <laughs> Oh yeah, or, yeah. They might have been training or doing a, a shift change or something. Because you know, sometimes you come in a shift change, they overlap. But it was there seemed to be a lot of service uh, people there. And, but it was good. I mean, I, I again, I, I'm, I'm not a bigot when it comes to food. Like John is. He's he's a foodist, and you know, we're, we're trying to we're trying to let him see the light. I- all, all food should be treated equally, but
1: now I have to I have to clarify my opinion here. Is, is despite how refined my opinion sounded, I still order the chicken strips in most restaurants.
3: <laughs> so
1: my my palate is not so refined, but I do watch a lot of cooking shows.
0: That that's been one of the biggest weird things for me is turning on like the Food Network. I used to watch that. Years ago, I watched it a lot and less lately. And then I make this shift in my eating. It's like, yeah, now I'm not watching that anymore. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense it's to me. It's
1: not as fun, isn't there? Don't they it's, have a it's, vegan it's... channel?
0: <sighs> I'm sure.
2: It's it's like porn, you know. His wife burst in on him in his office. He's watching. He's watching it's... the Food Network. He's it's... trying to flip real quick.
1: <laughs> There's a cow being watching? butchered on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the curious we're part is why people. your pants are off, Eric.
2: I, I really can't understand why John doesn't invite me over more often. <laughs>
1: okay, I've met his wife. She's right. very nice. You probably would clash with her.
2: <laughs> nah. So uh, we're 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 basically out of a job. I don't I don't even know why we're here anymore. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have heard, but the man himself is doing a podcast now. Taylor Otwell, is has he really decided to? Yeah, I mean he's he's done them in in the past. Um, they they used to have the Laravel podcast, which Taylor would do, and and then Matt and Jeffrey Way jumped on board with it. And I mean he he'd, he'd done it previously, but he'd been radio silent for a year or two. As far as like doing any sort of regular podcast, and uh, I guess they recently moved the Laravel blog, which was a little confusing to me. But they moved the Laravel blog to its own service, and if How much you watch is it? the po- if <laughs> if you if you look at the post the post about it, it's like yeah we're moving we're moving the official Laravel blog off of Medium to you know its own servers to avoid. I guess uh, I guess medium gets banned in certain countries and there's some costs associated with it and all but I always thought that or I thought he had announced years ago that Laravel news was the official Laravel blog but I guess that's not the case anymore and so now there's actually a blog at blog.laravel.com which is Obviously, the official blog of Laravel. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he announced on there that he's going to do very much like... Um, Jeffrey Way started doing these uh, uh, Laravel snippets where he did, did these like little quick to five, ten-minute uh, podcasts.
1: Which I, I listened to those for a long time until I realized it was essentially observations about programming and lifestyle from me when I was programming eight or nine years ago like where i was like i really relate to what he's saying but then i was like well actually no i used to relate to what he's saying i that, actually that don't was, anymore
2: man. i mean i appreciate what he was doing and, and i'm glad he um, i encourage people to do that i mean, oh, it's, absolutely it's
1: just i'm not the audience anymore for that level of of the conversation
2: yeah, that that was me. It's like I I listened I listened to it for a while and then it was like, yeah, this this really doesn't do anything for me anymore. So
1: I think I think the last one I listened to was was about how to motivate yourself. And I was like, <laughs> I got man, I got fucking teenagers. I know exactly how to motivate myself. Have teenagers.
2: I was going to listen to that one later, so I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, but uh, uh, look, Taylor's
1: Taylor's podcast is going to be what five ten minutes? I mean, that's that's what he that's, says, yeah. That's amateur hour. We we <laughs> we pushed we pushed we pushed out eighty minutes last week.
2: Did we? Was it that long? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, and, and I mean, you think about it. we've been on this grind for years, right? I mean, episode one thirty six, recording once a week. Pretty much, you know, nonstop for two, three solid years, right?
1: I I was sure we weren't going to do Christmas. We did Christmas. We
2: did Christmas this year.
1: Yeah, we did the Thursday after Christmas.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: we we I believe we skipped out on Thanksgiving, but we're we're powerhouse. I mean, we're media influencers, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> It's, okay the, sure the what, applause what, sign what is not on for here. that one.
2: We're big fucking deals, yeah, man. We are. We're big. <laughs> I I don't know if I go that that far. Right, I was uh I was messaging somebody today about it. it it's like you know i i i completely forget sometimes that we're we're, we're recording this and broadcasting
1: it like <laughs> but this... see that's why the intro is so important because it's always a reminder that i'm listening to you guys and i will take the best out of context part and put it in the very beginning of the show
0: and that's always <laughs> appreciated wait no it's not
1: did you did you hear last week's episode john no it it opens with I... you saying so I go in the room and there's a big liquidy brown mess on the floor and I realize, <laughs> oops, I made a mistake. That was the that was the cold open for this ep- for last week's episode.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I was really proud of that. I was I was a little bummed that no one said anything about it.
2: Well, you just released it yesterday. I mean, it hasn't—it hasn't even made it I, in
1: its queue yet. I, de- I decided that Wednesday is the official release date for the for the podcast. So, no matter when I edit it, it's going to go out on Wednesday around noon. Okay. That well, day. I'm just saying
2: that's why I haven't listened to it yet. I use—I usually queue it up pretty quick, but uh, yeah, it's just I, w- I had—I had a podcast I was finishing up this morning and. Um, Actually no, th- and actually that was part of my problem. I had my podcast. I finished up yesterday, and this morning I didn't even do my little. I didn't walk my dog this morning, so I didn't even listen to podcasts this morning. So just
1: pooped all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I've been working on a, on an interesting problem. We're we're in a in a scenario now where we're allowing some people to upload multiple gigabyte files. Okay, and then we like pass them off to an encoder, mm-hmm. and I tell you what: when you're testing something that takes like three hours to upload one test yeah. file, it yeah. just <laughs> progresses so slow. And I literally had a I had a case where after three hours of uploading a video, there was a misspelling on a, a on a mime type check. It failed the whole thing is just one character wrong, like oh my god.
0: <laughs> See, you, you need to go be friends with Spencer because he's got a fiber connection and it's blazing fast up and down. Ugh. and it, he's paying Eric. I don't know if you've talked to him. He's paying like oh, I, I, I he doesn't.
1: Conversation. Eric it's, doesn't talk to Spencer. It's like Spen-
0: eighty dollars a month for oh, wow. way more than what we're getting at the office.
2: Oh, wow. com- Commercial, paying for commercial internet is such a scam. It's What we're paying here for the office is three times as much as I'm paying for my residential internet and literally a third the speed, no. uh, less. So I'm a I'm, I'm third the speed less and pay, paying three times as more than i have at home yeah it's so frustrating
1: so i'm basically getting commercial quality support on my end because i just call them up after there's an outage and say this is going to be deducted retroactively from my bill correct and they say oh uh, yes sir we can do that and that's essentially what you're getting out of a business class deal <laughs>
2: Well, we don't even get that. I don't think which because we were down for a day. Uh, one Saturday, I came in and we were down, The whole the whole area
1: was down. But, you got to call I mean, them, and that, call them and say, "Well, it was down for a day. That's the thirtieth of my bill. You just knock it right off the top, and they'll well, they'll do it."
2: I, I would be fine if they didn't do it. If they give me the goddamn speed, I, we never call for support. We never call for support. I don't need your support. I need your I need internet speed. You know, just hook the
1: I constantly people call lined for support. Do you? If I if For I'm experiencing, I had packet loss. Uh, I've had intermittent connections, and yeah, I call up support and say, "Hey, I'm I'm having this issue," and, and I've had them come like, out here. Let
0: me let me send a ping signal to your router, and then all of a sudden it's like magically fixed.
1: Oh no way! Packet loss—that's a real killer. That. Mm-hmm. On Rocket League, that'll that'll just kill you. You okay there, Eric? You okay? <laughs>
0: <clears throat> I was having uh, variable uh, latency the other day. I'm like, what the hell is this variable latency? I mean, I I get the concept, but why? And basically, couldn't do my pre-show warm-up. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Um, <laughs> I couldn't play Rocket League, and it. Turned out it was because I was. Uh,
1: it hurts. It does mi- it.
0: It was. I was in the middle of doing an uh, a backup, an offsite backup.
1: Oh, you got to turn quality of service on on your router. That'll that'll tunnel stuff appropriately for gaming. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I played with a uh, friend of the show today.
2: Who did you play with?
1: Uh, Ardvark. Boy, yeah. I he's got a different he's got a different name on our Discord than on Steam.
2: Well he might he might not want you to out him.
1: Well no, he joined he, the there, official PHP ugly. There
2: is no official PHP ugly. Well,
1: it's weird because he joined it. Is <laughs>
2: <Here's> the <laughs> official
1: PHP Eduardo Eduardo, Eduardo RT fertile honor Eduardo really? Yes, he is officially uh, on the official PHP Eduardo. Ugly
2: Rocket League team. Is he? Is he? He's in our Discord. Yeah, he used to ping ping us all the time. I never hear from the guy. Eduardo, what have you been up to, man? Who is he in our? I don't see him in
1: our Discord. He's, uh, he's there twice. He's there under Eduardo RT and Fertile Armadillo. Oh, yeah, we, you know what
2: I, did? I do remember seeing him post something, because I remember his icon.
1: We knocked out a couple a couple good uh, games. You know, win some, know win some lose some.
2: Basketball? <laughs> Was it NBA Live? Did you play
1: that? We didn't play the basketball you're... mode. We played the uh, two-on-two competitive.
2: Not not sure what mode is. A basketball is not a mode; it's a game. <laughs> but that's fine.
1: That's been
0: my preference lately LA too, two two v two competitive.
1: That's a good. It's a good warm up uh, training. It's a good place to learn rotation.
2: Mm-hmm. You guys fit right into the Laravel community. You know, you know that game is huge with uh, the Laravel elite, right? You know that
1: it. you know that that game is huge in general.
2: No, in... I think I think. Uh, the last time I looked at stats, I think there were like uh, sixty or seventy people playing worldwide. So. I mean,
1: you're it's you're, not, it's not, you're close. It's all
2: fake news. It's fake news. It's all it's, marketing. They're trying to make you think that it's bigger than it actually is. You, you know, I, I I I saw a, a commercial for it. it's all pixelated. It's not very
1: good. Well, yeah, there there are pixels in it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I think I blame I blame the, whoever they have. Stolen from another company. <laughs> <laughs> I, I blame their poaching practices to be more specific.
0: <laughs> oh, that was so long <laughs> no, ago I'm at sure. this point.
2: I, I, I will not let not it go. Not to Eric.
1: Not even remotely.
2: Won't let it go.
1: You guys. Uh, I poach from me. I poach from you. You guys excited about uh, 5G phones coming out?
2: Why, why would you, we care about you, this? You
0: think that's anywhere near uh close
1: well AT&T likes to think so because they've started updating the firmwares on Samsung phones to say 5G e instead of 4G 4G
2: it's, it was about that time you know it's 2019 it's like it's 2019 we can't still be doing 4G right, right. I mean, we're, 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 let's up that to 5G let's call it but sir 5G the GE. network's the same it doesn't matter. Just change the little icon. Everybody will be happy.
1: Turns out nobody's happy about that. That's This is a super shitty practice.
0: Yeah, it's all marketing at that point. That's stupid.
1: Well, even 4G and 3G were a lot of marketing and not a lot of real technology, but because of how significantly different the 5G technology is, this is just super egregious. I mean the The 5 g antennas have a really short range uh, and but they're small. So like it's something that you could install in a mall or like in a neighborhood, but doing a national rollout for it is going to take a long, long time. Uh, one of the technologies I saw recently was talking about these 5 g hotspots inside manholes because the sewer system provides a natural Uh, route for cabling for fiber cabling so there's these models that fit right under a manhole and you can just do every manhole on the street and that gives you coverage for the city Um, but to say that a phone supports 5G when it fundamentally doesn't is just outright lying yeah
0: although I, I did see recently that I guess that it's around right I just don't know how widespread it is. I saw a a uh, somebody with a robot able to, to control the robot wirelessly over 5G where they are wearing like a, a VR headset and they have all the connections on their body. And then as they're moving, they're moving the robot with them. Yeah,
3: variable. so
1: it's it's a very high bandwidth, but it's a short wavelength. So it's not going to go through a whole lot. It's not going to get a very big distance out of it. But yeah, the bandwidth is gigantic for it. And that's really what what we want, but you know, it means short hops.
0: Right. Well, it's what we want, but the but that's all we see. Like we assume they're going to add coverage by adding more pieces around the city. And then we're going to be mad when we hit one dead spot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn it, my phone I'm dead 4G. I can't even work now.
1: Well, uh, the interesting thing is that because of how you have to cover things at shorter distances, the dead spots that we're used to, like tunnels, would actually have to be covered. So, coverage might actually improve over time.
2: Why would uh, they have to be... But uh, I, I mean i mean that that's always the promise right i mean that was the promise with 4g you it, it wasn't wrong but i mean yeah over time of course it's going to it's not going to get worse <laughs> it's like yeah we're gonna put four antennas out and it'll get better why over time
1: would, why would at&t's quality just start to get worse that's crazy talk
2: <laughs> i'm
1: assuming yeah, it's going to
2: auto negotiate
0: back down to 4g like you said do you guys so does, use so, so how do you think do you... it's going to get better
1: because they'll have to they'll have to just disp- to put it out in a grid format and so omitting one area of the grid is not going to be cost saving in comparison to uh, a full size antenna deployment that would need to be there for 4G hmm. but i don't, you know i i'm curious about the data only I was thinking about: Do I need a phone phone anymore? That's
2: that's a big question. I rarely use my phone as a phone anymore. I just don't. I mean, it, people call me on it, and occasionally, I mean, nine times out of ten, it's spam. It's it's telemarketers. But I almost but it, never use it as a phone anymore. But I got I got ten Project Project spam box, calls so it's in data, one day. It's data only anyway. That's true too. It's already
1: data only. Yeah. But what's the point of a phone number now? I mean, it's just so you can be called from a landline.
2: So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. And, and, I mean, I don't want, you know, Walmart knowing when I'm online either. So, than...
1: <laughs> got some super bad news for you. <laughs> but, uh,
2: yeah, I mean, you know, you, but you're right. I. I I think it's not going to happen anytime. Probably not within my lifetime. But you'll you'll see the the traditional phone number go away. We don't have a we don't have a landline at our house anymore. My 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 parents thought I was crazy when I told them that years ago. I, we haven't had it for years. Yeah, and they're like, you know, what are you what are you going to do in case of emergency? I'm like, every person in the house has a cell phone. It's, it's you know... <laughs>
1: my kids have never it, lived in a house with a landline.
2: Yeah. So you don't have a landline either, huh?
1: No, why would I?
2: Well, yeah.
1: It, well, I want well, my wall crazy. to start ringing at me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's crazy is I pay for a landline. My, my bundle pack from my, from my cable internet provider makes it cheaper to include a landline than not to include a landline. Uh, for re- whatever resell to your neighbor bizarre then. reason... I and I just don't. I, I tell them I'm like, but I'm not going to use it. Like, they're like, well, you you don't have to use it. We're just it just reduces your bill by this you know twenty percent or whatever or ten percent. I'm like, but why? And and it's so weird because the equipment they use hook rat right up to rat right, it hooks right into the cable, right. like the the same line that that's providing your cable internet and that's providing your cable television. It's the line that they hook into the phone. I'm it's like,
0: because after they want you to stay on and forget about it, and then after your promotion ends, now you're going to be paying for it and not using it.
1: Yeah, and they can go to Congress because don't forget that telephones, landline telephones, are a Schedule Two commodity. They have to be provided. So when AT&T says we're still providing landline telephones to 200 million people, then they get money from the government to maintain that connection.
2: I didn't even think about that. I bet you that's what it is. I bet you it's, it's
1: yeah. I bet you you're right, Thomas. So well, you're you're just padding are you, are you their okay? pocketbooks with your tax money. <laughs> I saw a horrifying thing. I I, I wasn't going to cover this because I think the coverage of it so far has been bizarre world. But Jeff Bezos is getting a divorce.
0: Mm-hmm. Saw that.
1: and Very expensive divorce. See, that's, that's the thing that's been killing me. Who fucking cares? Like, every news outlet has been throwing their arms up in the air and saying, oh my god, Jeff Bezos is gonna lose $76 billion in the most expensive divorce ever, and it's gonna make her the richest woman in the world. And I'm like, if... If that's the case, A, the system has fundamentally failed. That when someone gets a divorce, they become the richest woman in the world. And B, who cares? That affects us zero.
2: Oh, that's all that Hollywood gossip news crap is like that. You know, what Justin Bieber ate for breakfast in Miami last week gets, you know, non-stop coverage on half these news stations. And just like, say,
0: for those that want to know, it was avocado toast with a side of scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and bacon. He had bacon, John. He's not a vegan like you.
0: It was vegan bacon. I read uh, the article.
1: Well, yeah, I mean,
2: that's just people's... People just like that stuff. But the know. most
1: interesting point about the whole thing was a comment I saw on Reddit where someone said, oh yeah, there was an Enron exec who did this too. And someone was like, what do you mean did this? And it turns out that there was an Enron exec who essentially put off divorcing his wife until he had inside information on the value of their stock prices and then initiated the divorce so that the court would force him to sell his shares in the company and he couldn't be accused of insider trading because the court was forcing him to do it
2: there's no way that it was that well i will ask
1: you if jeff bezos sold off all of his stock in amazon right now what would happen to amazon's value it would be destroyed everyone would assume what's going on he knows something something is wrong it would be a, a complete market crash. But if the court orders him to sell his stock, then the the market will respond as if it were a court order and he had no choice in the matter. Not that it was a panic sale or an insider trading sale. Okay,
2: I'm going to tell you right now, if if that conspiracy comes through, I will never question you ever again, Thomas. That is crazy enough to be true. If it, If it happens, I will... I will bow to throw out your microwave. What so you'll fucking do? <laughs> I, will, I will totally stop using I, a microwave. You, you don't always
1: have to believe me, but I swear to God, if the courts force Jeff Bezos to sell his stock, you have to get a new microwave.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, you know. I uh, well, well, no, the, and, and then Amazon has to like, go out of business or something, right? It's, it can't just be they're forcing him to sell stock. Something has to happen. Because the stock. Well, no, because he can never cash out reason. his
1: stock. That's the issue. No, but what
2: I'm saying is, with with Enron, it, it was it was done as a preemptive. What what you're claiming is that it was done as a preemptive move because of the dismantling of Enron, right? Right. I, what I'm what I'm saying is, some sort of similar consequence has to fall onto Amazon
1: to to well, I, I solidify will say.
2: Solidify f- your, your crazy craziness.
1: The fact <laughs> that the most recent entire season of South Park was about how Amazon has replaced the monarchy in American society is pretty sharply pointed. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand how that applies, but okay. <laughs> There's a lot of issues with Amazon in their treatment of workers and their devaluation of goods. And their marketing tactics. Amazon the store, not Amazon the services. Mm-hmm. I think the services are still very strong, but I think Amazon the store is gonna be running into a lot of trouble well, with workers' rights soon.
2: And the same can be said about Walmart and Home Depot and you know all these big glomerate sort of Well chain Walmart stores. Walmart did
1: this dance twenty years ago. Walmart got into the we're bad, but we have to make it look like we're good situation. But now with stories about people peeing in water bottles in the, the fulfillment centers.
2: Oh, don't, 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 don't. They are. Just. You need to stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The, The fulfillment centers are brutal. Like really, really brutal.
2: Oh my gosh. I can't I can't tell you one of the one of my mental challenges in life is thinking about what people like what service people do to my food and stuff when I go to restaurants and and especially these weird ones that don't sell sell meat. But it's like like it's not only like the food, it's like the silverware, the the cups, the the plates, like yeah, they pee on all you wash these. Stop saying pee on stuff! No, be do. pees on
1: anything! No, they don't! You're, Stop saying that! You'll be much happier oh, if you go into every you. restaurant assuming that it's been peed on.
0: <laughs> Why would I be happier with that? <laughs> what is
1: exactly? it? Not, it's, not, it's not a what if. It's not a, you're not asking yourself, what if they did it? What if they did it? You just say, they've been doing it forever. They'll continue doing it. Oh my god. I, what am I? If If I didn't get sick before, I'm not going to get sick now. <laughs> Uh, you know, what? Maybe I've grown accustomed to the taste of pee Maybe that's why I prefer <laughs> Burger King over McDonald's Who knows I can't
2: even taste it anymore Yeah oh,
1: It's geez. like not knowing what your house smells Jesus. like You've just grown too accustomed to it
2: You've got issues man You've got so many issues Yeah I do Alright Where are we out on time Are we good there's are we wrapping there's, this there's, up yeah. yet We're an hour in It's time to wrap it up <laughs>
1: But well, you've got it. You've got a ticket here. I want to hear this.
2: Which one do you want to hear about your, dot, oh, your
1: dot oh, .env? Okay.
2: Oh, that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, we can talk about it. .env. Uh, yeah. So the the whole if you've done any development within recent years, you've learned the benefit of being able to leverage a .env file. It's not only in PHP, but it's in Docker's so and I mean just about anything now that that requires custom configurations. You can do a .env file, and I never even thought much about you know, like what that standard was or any, anything like that. But apparently, there's one out there <laughs> because the programming <laughs> languages like know how to use it and stuff. And I guess I guess the PHP .env file is getting an up, upgrade to its to its requirements, to its standards, and. I don't know. I, the biggest thing that I saw is the a dotenv file is about as simple as it comes. It's, it's almost like a key value store, right? I mean, it's right. like, you know, it, it's it's really simple. But I guess that one of the bigger ones is now you can have like multi line, you know, um, values and things like that. But
1: I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was interesting, but I I wasn't gonna bring it up. It's got a paths Ooh. thing too. I I'm interested in this because the multi line stuff. There's a lot of breaking changes in this version, which is why it's got a major version number. But, uh, yeah, the the multi-line variables work now. But as as an effect of that, um, spaces before and after your values get kept.
2: Right, right.
1: So you're going to have to start trimming your stuff to make sure that it works correctly or... That doesn't well, it doesn't even—it
2: doesn't even work now if you put a space in it before, right? I mean, and a space a space after is just ignored, but a space before does it, your .nv file will, will break, won't it? At least I, I I haven't tested that recently, but I always thought that that was the case with mine. It's not—it's like, not
1: trimming it at all now. It's yeah. There's text before and after, I believe still get interpreted so a space before and a space after will break your old stuff Mm -hmm. Um, the other thing is directory support it's you can you can say where to look for your env file in different places now which is going to be very nice for maintaining a all all of your env files in a single project you can have a production folder for your env
2: right Oh I mean, that's like currently what what I do is probably not best practices because of security reasons, but it's only it's only test files. But for all my all my development work, where I, I have test uh, keys and things like that, I actually put my .env files in a folder on Dropbox and then link them back into the project. So because I work on because I work on multiple systems. Um, I need to like make sure that my .env files are staying current on all my systems. And .env doesn't get checked into, at least for me, I don't check it into GitHub. So the way I get around that is I, I have a folder in Dropbox. It hosts all my .env files. And then on my individual systems, I'll just do a, a link to those .env files. So,
0: Thomas, why would you have a big reaction to that? Keeping on Dropbox?
1: It, it it reminds me of Basecamp. Um, there was a really, really large hack, uh, I want to say three years back, where a lot of confidential information was being kept on Basecamp. And people were able to socially engineer their way into somebody's Basecamp profile. And from there, get everything. I mean I don't know if I'd like I like mean, any that, way that ENV that, files that, are stored. That,
2: that, that says, yeah, I mean that can be done with any project management system. I mean we we have teamwork. Somebody can socially engineer their way into one of our accounts as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I, don't know I you... the the reaction was just from that from remembering that hack specifically. Um yeah. I I don't think there is a good way to to store ENV files. Uh yeah, I mean, That's I've funny. thought about it.
2: Like I said, they're not production – they're not even test or staging sort of um, level EMV files. They're strictly local development. So they where they will have API keys on them, they're usually very restricted API keys for whatever I do locally. But, yeah.
1: Well, we have, I, we have API keys that, that are local only. But mm-hmm. if someone wanted to run the bill up on us, they could definitely hit the API key – on purpose right. just to run our bill up
0: yeah but right. you're gonna have to store them somehow and I've seen projects that put production enV files into s3 and then on the build process you pull them down so just mm-hmm. like okay if if uh, what was it your example not teamwork but uh, base camp that got hacked but people could Social engineer their way into Amazon, into your AWS account, or yeah, no, it's
1: it's all unpleasant.
0: Yeah, so um, you, you, you just make you just have to the, 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 make make, make wise decisions. <laughs>
2: very much like peeing on your food, Thomas, if you just assume it's happening, it's just easier <laughs> to deal with. Yes.
1: That's Eric just had a a, a revelatory peek into my mind, which is that nothing is optimal; everything is broken. <laughs> Now you don't have to take me seriously again.
2: All right, so since we're talking local development, let me go ahead and kick this last story out there for all of our developer friends who might be interested in this. Uh, There's a – where you used to uh, do local development, if if you've done local development long enough, and especially if you work with third-party services, uh, really with authentication mainly, uh, you'll know that a lot of times uh, they require uh, valid certificates uh, with whatever site they're dealing with. So if if you're like doing an authentication through Google and it's going to send send the authentication back to you, uh, it, it needs it needs to be HTTPS. It needs to be a valid HTTPS. That I can send it back to sort of thing. And uh, now you actually have. And there were workarounds for this, right? Valet was a great example. Valet allows you to create uh, certs for <clears throat> for the, your local sites that you're working on. But now there's uh, MK cert, which allows you to create valid certs that are specific to your uh, works your, your machine. So it's, it's a valid cert only on your machine. And you can basically create valid search for anything, including localhost 127.0.0.1. Um, any 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 certificate you need made, you can actually make a valid certificate for your local machine. On, but, on, that, but that, the that does search.
0: nothing for you outside, like Google accessing your machine. They're not going to be able to at that point.
2: No, no, they won't access it, but they'll they'll send that request They'll they'll allow a, re- a request to be, so when you when you uh, do a callback and, and you have to put in like a callback URL, uh, like that URL has to be secure. It has to be an HTTPS uh, but URL. But if but if
0: they can hit it, you can already get a free certificate with less encrypt.
2: They don't they don't hit it. They don't hit it. It just has to be their 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 system hands that callback URL back off to the request. So they're not actually hitting it. They just hand it off to the request because they can't hit any of like local development, you know, like what we do with, you know, your local sites, they can't hit any of that stuff. Right. They just hand it, they just hand it back off as the request. I
0: just never understood why this was an issue.
2: It's just a, it's just a nice to have. It's not necessarily an issue. Like I think you mentioned. I mean. What do you mean it's not new? It's very new. I just I just posted the article. <laughs> it's not
1: you you are an MCP. Yeah. Eric. So yes. you you did this the certificates class, right?
2: Yeah, I mean you could always generate certificate. I mean, it was it was a it, lengthy process to do it. You could always
1: do it, but it's more about
0: this the just science makes it easier. whether the browser trusts it or not.
1: Well yeah, but if you look at the link Let's that Eric doing. shared, the very first thing is an image that says the local CA is now installed in the Firefox Trust Store. Mm-hmm. So I you mean, always
0: put your own. Really, CAH. what it's yeah,
1: really what it's doing is just it's a script to add a new parent certificate authority to your local system's Trust Store.
2: Right. I mean, like I said, but like Microsoft must be
1: pissed because like they focused so much attention on this in Microsoft's world this whole process was a thing that you were trained on how to do and and, and they made it easier and easier with every iteration of their system to run an intranet that ran https like they cared so much about this and now someone writes like a 30 line script for for mac and linux and they're like look at what i did and microsoft's like fuck you
2: we did this for hey, you, twenty years. You used to have to do like you, you brought it up, you used to have to maintain your own certificate store and everything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, but I mean what they're now, doing now, here is Now isn't my my mind my blowing. question is
2: when will we see the first hack that takes advantage of this? Where somebody compromises a machine, creates a false certificate for their Google with an with a you know I, uppercase I instead of an L uh, certificate on for that local machine if you, if you can users.
1: hack into a machine then you could already do this this is nothing new it, it, you, you, if you, you look could... at the process that it's doing it's literally generating a new certificate authority adding the certificate authority to the system trust adding the certificate authority to the firefox trust store the end now you can generate anything you want off of that ca You can even do it offline. You could have a billion certs that are already signed by that CA, and as long as they're signed by that CA, anything propagating this trust store is going to move through. I mean, this just shows how good Microsoft has it because their trust store is locked down solid. This makes it look like the Linux certificate trust stores are bad. Because it's blind.
2: I was just trying to add a good story for the developers. Whatever I don't care
1: <laughs> you, know you know me You know me better than to allow that to happen. Wrap it up
2: Wrap it up
1: <sighs> Alright I
2: think that's good. I'm done talking. I, I've done two podcasts today. I need a nap.
1: I have a very it's, short uh, We
0: don't we don't have a couch for you to nap on there.
2: I know we need to get our couch in our into our office. Hey if you drink it's, enough you
1: know, any chair's a couch. It, you
2: you like it, Thomas? It's a black leather couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah, don't get that reference.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm sure you don't. All right,
1: I think that's it. Oh, no, ap- episode
2: no. Episode one thirty six. Ap- what? I'm John Condon. What? I guess. What, Thomas?
1: I, I was gonna do a little bit, of, just a touch of doom and gloom, but. With the government shutdown entering its 22nd day, I, I don't think we need a, another touch of doom and gloom.
2: <laughs> you you want to give us a pass on the doom and gloom?
1: 20 days, 2 hours, 33 minutes, 56 seconds. God, it's just... If only we'd give that poor fake billionaire five and a half billion dollars.
2: <laughs> okay, can
1: we wrap it up again? Wrap it up again
2: you've
1: been
0: listening to php ugly episode 136
1: i'm eric john. i'm john congan i'm tom keep it ugly.
0: keep it ugly you need to one of us needs to do some sort of hand signal so.
1: thanks for listening to this episode of php ugly and thanks to our sponsors the diego dev group if you're looking for developers who care about the code they create, the communities they build, and the solutions they implement, then reach out to the Diego Dev group. You can find the Diego Dev group at www.diegodev.com. That's www.diegodev.com. Show notes and RSS feeds can be found at www.phpugly.com. Follow PHP Ugly on Twitter at phpugly or join us in our Discord channel. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or in your favorite podcast listener. A rating of five stars is always appreciated. Until next time, keep it ugly.